0: This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. One of the things I absolutely love about living in this neighborhood and why I moved here is because it's so safe. There's so many people always out and about on the streets, a lot of stay-at-home moms watching... Across for the rush, rushing across the street on their neighbors' homes, and everybody just kind of looks out for each other, looking out for each other's kids. Like when they say, "I saw Charles riding too fast on his bicycle, or, <laughs> or he didn't have a helmet on."
1: Exactly, but that does not stop the fact that there is crime in the Park Cities.
0: Well, there is, and it's mainly crimes of opportunity—just people, you know, doing silly things, not thinking, being in a rush, and leaving things out. And. The truth is there are ways
1: to avoid these crimes of opportunity. And, you know, we're going to talk about different ways that you can be safe and protect your home and your family. And also just encourage people to report things because everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got you. you we, we catch these people. If you commit a crime in the park cities, you are caught because you're on camera like okay. somebody's camera
0: or 10 cameras on the street are catching. Okay, them. that is absolutely true because I'm on a lot of the neighborhood Facebook pages and they will post videos are extremely crystal clear pictures and just say, "Be at, be on the lookout for this person because they just did. They just came to my door and they were knocking on it and demanding to come in. Or they stole my car. Yeah, everyone has a camera, guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're going to be caught if you if you commit a crime in the Park cities. But the thing is,
1: guys, that doesn't mean you're going to get your stuff back. So they may be caught and be carted off to jail or to rehab, but that does not mean you're getting your stuff back. So we live in a very safe place in the bubble. But there are a lot of common sense things that some of us neglect to do.
0: So we're going to tell you more about that in the next segment. But before we get to that, we want you to take out your phones right now and text 313131 with the keyword bubble, and you'll receive text updates each week about the shows and when they come out. And now it's time for
1: crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with our good friend and sponsor, Kathy Wall, State Farm Agency. Kathy, take it away. About one year in the business, I was selling a lot of life insurance. A young couple made an appointment to discuss life insurance for their family. It was in the evening. As we were discussing their health and filling out their life insurance application, the wife started bragging about what great shape her husband was in physically. And then she asked him to take off his shirt. Before I could even react, that shirt was off, and she kept telling me to fill his muscles. An interesting appointment, to say the least. So if you need life insurance, give me a call. And don't worry, you won't have to take off your shirt to show your muscles. In fact, I'd really almost appreciate you kept your shirt on.
0: Kathy, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't insure the Jacksons if you saw Sean without his shirt on. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall, State Farm Agency, at 214-350-2692, or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. You know, I think it's really smart that we have an insurance sponsor for the show because one of the most common crimes in our neighborhood is stolen cars. Oh, I mean, I've never had a car stolen, but I've had things stolen out of my car.
1: Yeah. Well, just because you feel so safe here, like we leave the door open. I shouldn't be announcing this on the podcast. (laughs) Let me give their address. We're so bad about it because we couldn't do that in Los Angeles. And so I've left my car open a few times. And when I've parked it on the street, I've had my tennis bag stolen out of it a few times. I mean, I don't keep really important things in my car Mm -hmm. like some people. Right. But I have had tennis bags stolen out. And I heard from Lieutenant Ball. Our neighborhood, Uh UP police, that they kind of just go down the street and they pull on the handles to see if they're open. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely what they do. There's been huge discussions on Facebook the past couple of weeks about that is one of my friends in-laws were in town and they stole their car. And on the very same block, someone else had the same thing happen and they could see on their ring doorbell, the, the camera. That there's a group of like four of them. One drives the car really slow, and then the others get out on foot, and they're literally peeking in the cars, grabbing the handles to see if they're open, and then they they get them and they're out of there.
1: Question: Did their that the in-laws' car get stolen because they left the keys in it?
0: I think that I think the keys were in the car. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: So, guys, come on. Like, I mean, I don't leave my door open at night. I'm saying like if I go to the gym or something and I know Chris is about to leave the house. But leaving your doors open is not the
0: brightest idea. Okay, Or the keys. And the keys in your car. Yeah. Well, I have a really good story of something that happened. I think it was last year. Somebody on Beverly Drive left their Ferrari in the front of their house with the keys in it. And a bag of painkillers. And yes, it got stolen. As one does when they have a car like that. They
1: just <laughs> leave the keys in it. Okay, so did he actually report that? Because I would
0: not dare to report that I had a bag of drugs in my car. I wouldn't either. <laughs> and that probably explains why he left the key in the Ferrari. But it um, so the report went on to detail that the person that stole it came up in a beat up pickup truck. He left that behind and a can of Michelob Ultra. So like
1: he he did a little swap out. So they were just two two addicts. Hanging out. He was like, "I'm going to take your car. You can have my Michelob light instead. I get your drugs, you get my beer."
0: <laughs> yeah. So, stop leaving your keys in the cars, guys. Well, and people report the funniest things, right? They really do. I mean, if you could read the the crime reports, they're absolutely very detailed. There's a lot of them. A lot of things happen. One story that comes to mind is, I think it it was last year, there was somebody parked in front of Starbucks in Highland Park Village. He ran in to go get some coffee, and he left his car running and the door ajar. And of course, it got stolen. But it went on to say that they stole his backpack, his iPad, and his medication. And listen to this, Nellie. His medication (laughs) included Prozac, Adderall, Wellbutrin, and Xanax. Wow. So, <laughs> <I'm->
1: <laughs> well, a. I hope you're not listening right now as I make fun of you. But, but, <laughs> you're, a. You're admitting that you have a lot of mental health issues. <laughs> And B, you're admitting that you're taking too many drugs. So why not just say you were getting
0: coffee for the the office? Yeah, I, I would have left that part out. But I mean, think about it. If you're on all that, because that's a lot of like ups, downs, ups, downs, concentrating, this and that. I mean, there's a really good chance that you would leave your car open, too, if you were on all that.
1: Seriously. With the keys in it and running. So it sounds to me like the crime report in Park City's People is just a delightful read. I'm going to start reading it every week just to
0: laugh. Well, there's actually a DJ. I'm not sure if he still does it, but a DJ that used to have a whole segment on the crime report in the Park Cities, And he had a lot of fun with it. And he really made fun of our crimes. Well, okay, We had our house TP'd the other day,
1: a couple weeks ago. And of course, I was like, oh, it's Charles's friends or whatever. And we went to go check the video cameras, Mm -hmm. right? And they had gone off in the power outage. So we couldn't figure out who had done it. And... It kind of occurred to me that it might not have, you know, usually when you TP somebody's house, you're proud to tell them you did it. You'll be like, oh, my God, didn't we get you good or whatever. Uh-huh. Nobody admitted to it. None of his friends. And it happened at 1230 at night. Yeah. The reason I know is because my poor husband, who's you know in a cast because he shattered his ankle, was the only person who heard the doorbell at 1230. So he hobbled down the stairs with his big cast <laughs> and, his, and his crutches thinking something was wrong. Right. And nobody was there he sees a lot of toilet paper so, in the
0: streets. Yeah, and I'm uh, not sure it's 14-year-olds doing that at 1230 at night. I actually bet it was your friends. Do you think? I do. Because one time a few years ago, there was a lot of teenage girls on our street, and they were all outside yelling and acting crazy. Mm-hmm. And that very night, some of my neighbors sat on their front porch and had some wine. And when I woke up in the morning, my wreaths were gone. There was benches that were not mine in my front yard like they had (laughs) had swapped out everything and I was like texted the neighbors on the group chat oh my god can you believe the next door neighbors teenagers did all that later to find out it was the moms that did it the moms who were drinking the wine oh yeah (laughs) obviously a little too much (laughs) that happened to be
1: in college somebody took a couple of the girls on my floor took my entire mine and my roommates entire room yeah and assembled it in the courtyard. Oh, my gosh. Like everything was in the courtyard, like our room was sitting there just as it was in the room. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Okay, so we're laughing about all these stories, but the truth is we live in a very safe neighborhood, but crime is increasing.
0: It really is. I I hear about it all the time. A lot of stolen cars, a lot of people coming into houses. And this summer, a lot of houses were reported getting broken into. Well, actually not broken into because their doors were unlocked. But Mm -hmm. the criminals would come in while the people were asleep and steal things all downstairs. And the people would come down for breakfast and everything's gone and come to find out their door was unlocked.
1: Well, it it seems to me, I'm I'm going to just make an assumption it seems to me that a lot of these crimes are drug addicts because you can see them on 75 when you're crossing over the freeway etc i've had them bang on my doors ferociously in the car and i'm like back off because you know that's kind of dangerous but it seems to me like they're they're i don't want to say they're petty crimes they're big crimes but they're they're trying to get money for drugs right right, right. like we don't
0: hear of major crimes that's true I mean, you know it's rare Yeah,
1: but we should be aware of that. Well, because it's really, increasing.
0: Yeah well they're crimes of opportunity because mm-hmm. we are we do feel so safe here. I even had a friend that came over to my house and parked her car in the front and I was like where's your purse? She goes oh I left it in the car. I was like you cannot do that but you live in such a safe neighborhood. I'm like yes we do and the bad guys know that. They know that we feel comfortable yes. and they know we're leaving our $4,000 Louis Vuitton with a ton of cash in it right exactly. there, for, right your there for the
1: taking. Yeah well that's one of the reasons I was always very cautious about Charles when we first moved here everybody was like oh i just let my kid ride all over the place and i did not because i thought to myself if i were a bad guy this is exactly where
0: i'd come you know just Mm -hmm. because people
1: are so unaware and it's such a blissful neighborhood Mm -hmm. so you
0: do have to keep your your awareness up yeah you definitely do and i have definitely taught my kids you know if anything happens just run like the wind Mm -hmm. run run to an adult etc right Well, guys, we know there are a lot of silly stories
1: out there, but we do have to be more cautious. And when we get back, we're going to give you a lot of ways to keep your family and your property safe. We'll be right back. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week, we send you a link to the latest episode of the show. But that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E. And join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We've been telling you a lot of crime stories in the past that have taken place in our very safe neighborhood. I mean, but now we're going to talk about some facts and give you some tips on how to stay safer in the park cities. First of all, there are about 24,000 calls to dispatch per year in our neighborhood, in a neighborhood of 30,000 people. But let's clarify that a lot of those calls are... You know, an accident. I've tripped my alarm so many times. It's something like, you know, there's a cat in my yard. Get rid of it. And I will say the response time is amazing. I've had policemen show up on my doorstep while I'm still, still trying to figure out the alarm. <laughs> while system. you're still on the
0: phone, yeah. And the actual,
1: <laughs> not even while I'm on the phone. While the alarm's going off. Oh yeah. It tips them off and they show up and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like standing there in my pajamas or whatever. <laughs> But the average time for a service call in our neighborhood is 2 minutes and 47 seconds. That is pretty darn fast.
0: That is extremely fast. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Well, some of the things that you guys can do to stay safe is let's start with locking your door. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, set your alarm. Everyone has an alarm. It's there for a reason. Go ahead and set that every night.
1: It's true. My husband is the one who leaves the door unlocked all the time, (laughs) but he has the alarm people Over constantly to fix the system. Oh my gosh. Like he's got to fix this. It's got to be
0: working, but he leaves the door unlocked. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Try not to park on the street, but I know a lot of you can't help it. You have teenagers and extra cars and not a big enough garage. So you have to do it sometimes. Just lock the car, guys. Yes. Don't leave the keys in the unlocked car. Just lock the car. No, and you're right because every time I've had
1: my tennis stuff stolen out of the car, it has been because I left the door unlocked. Oh on gosh. the street. I parked on the street and left right, it unlocked. Right, you know, right. It's just kind of an obvious stupid move. It's been- oh, and don't leave your $10,000 Rolex in the little midsection of your car yeah. with your Louis Vuitton wallet filled with thousands of dollars. Don't do it. And your bag of medication. <laughs> don't leave your Xanax. It's just going to freak you out.
0: (laughs) Just take that stuff inside, guys, and lock the car. It's real simple.
1: And put your alarm on at night. I mean, it really just makes so much sense. And it's connected. You can have it connected to the police department. They come right away. Listen, I'm guilty of it, too. We don't set the alarm every night.
0: Why not? It takes two seconds. I set it every time I leave. I guess I'm paranoid. But you know what we have done when we've gone out of town? Did you know that you can call the city and ask the police to watch your house? And they'll drive by and kind of sometimes get out of their car and walk around, look around, just make sure that there's nothing out of place. I did not know that. And that is an amazing
1: service because when we came back from the summer and it was July because we had left early, the entire street was empty. I mean, you live on the same street. So, you know, I was like, they don't even have their lights on. Mm -hmm. Like, it seemed kind of crazy because we left our lights on when we were gone. Right. No lights. No lights. So I guess they're having their house watched. I mean, nobody's really leaves for four weeks and doesn't do something.
0: Right. And I also usually tell my neighbors, we're going to be gone for these dates. If you don't mind, just kind of keep an eye. If anything looks out of place, let Mm -hmm. us know. Lock your garage door. Make sure the garage
1: door is locked, closed, et cetera. We've left it open by accident just because you kind of don't pay attention when you press the button and you walk into the house. Mm -hmm. And we've had stuff stolen out of our garage. Oh, yeah. That happens quite a bit. Mm -hmm.
0: And another thing you can do is just walk around your house and just give each window just a little push and just make sure that it's locked. Make sure that that latch is actually fastened and locked.
1: Yeah, we have some friends and they had some uh, damage in their backyard. Somebody got into their backyard, which you can do because you're not your gates aren't usually Mm -hmm. locked. And um, although ours are with a key code into it, but somebody came in and what they did was really awful. They flooded their new wooden floors in their house.
0: How did they do that? With the hose. Like they put the
1: hose on the floor inside the house, which was really just obviously, you know, just Vandalism, pure vandalism, for the sake of vandalism, and just
0: sick and rude. Mm -hmm. Like, why
1: would you need to do that? Well, and they found out who the person was, and he was he was a crack addict. And we do have an increasing number of drug addicts in the periphery of our neighborhood. Right. So it's something to be wary of. And then they wander in, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So by the way, if you see something, report it. See something, say something. Exactly. I mean, we live in a neighborhood where that's we have a great, great police department. They are on call all the time. Give them a call. Because listen, we have a lot of people coming and going in our neighborhood. A lot of people who work here, a lot of different kids, et cetera. So there's so much activity in the neighborhood that we don't stop and notice
0: if somebody's actually casing your house. Right. It's hard to tell, but like if you if your gut tells you something you're not feeling right about somebody that you see, go ahead and just call it in.
1: I, I notice it at Halloween time. And that's coming up, so we should give that warning. Our neighborhood is such a perfect little Halloween town that a lot of people come in. I would say there are more trick-or-treaters from outside our neighborhood than inside our neighborhood. And that's something to watch for. I mean, a lot of them are very
0: nice people, but we don't know. We don't know. They're, they're strangers just, and people you don't recognize. What she's saying is just kind of be on guard and just get, keep an extra eye out on things. Also, if you see a car coming down the street
1: slowly... That's how they do it, right? They drive slowly and somebody gets out and pulls on the car
0: doors Mm -hmm. or your front door. Right. They're not always looking for a specific house.
1: Exactly. Just be aware of that. And don't be afraid to give them a second look so that they back
0: off and then report it. Right. Okay, guys. So please just use common sense. Stop leaving your $4,000 designer handbag with your passport and your $2,000 cash in the front of your car. Oh, along with your painkillers. (laughs) We're just asking for trouble in our neighborhood, guys. Like if you were on a camp out, would you leave a bunch of raw meat out outside of the bears? (laughs) The bears are going to come, guys, and it's not going to be pretty. So stop leaving your meat out at the campsite. (laughs) You are drawing the bears to the neighborhood. Even if your
1: meat is Louis Vuitton, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) You do not want to end up in the Park City's People Crime Report with a silly story, okay? No, you don't. You got to watch out for the bad stuff, and you really also don't want to do something stupid by just leaving your stuff hanging out for people to grab it. That's right. So lock your doors. Check your windows, check your alarm system. If you see something out of the ordinary, report it. If if somebody tries to break into your house, call immediately, tell your children this and keep our Park City's neighborhood safe. Stop leaving your keys in the car. So don't live in a bubble while you're living in the bubble.
0: <laughs> so that's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining us on the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shuto. And we'll catch you next week.